0: Wisconsin Watch is pleased to present audio versions of our investigative reports. Wisconsin Watch is a nonpartisan and nonprofit news outlet that investigates government accountability and quality of life issues. Today, Wisconsin Watch reports on Democratic Governor Tony Evers beating Republican challenger Tim Michaels. While GOP United States Senator Ron Johnson wins re election bid against Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes. Full text reports of these investigations with visuals can be found at WisconsinWatch.org. If you enjoy our stories, please consider making a donation at WisconsinWatch.org forward slash donate. Evers beats Michaels for Wisconsin governor. Johnson defeats Barnes in U.S. Senate race. Original reporting by Wisconsin watch narration provided by Wesley Letham. Democratic Governor Tony Evers won re-election early Wednesday, fending off a challenge from businessman Tim Michaels and ensuring that Democrats and Republicans will continue to split control in Madison. Michaels conceded the race Wednesday just after midnight. Meanwhile, the Associated Press called the race at 11.46 a.m. Johnson narrowly won another six-year term in his closely watched race against Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes, who conceded at a noon press conference. Evers told supporters at his Madison victory party he was, quote, jazzed as hell to still be the state's 46th governor come January. Quote, holy mackerel, folks, how about that? Some call his style boring, Evers added. Quote, but do you know what, Wisconsin? As it turns out, boring wins. Evers said voters were concerned about quote, democracy on the brink of existence and issues including abortion, LGBTQ rights, climate change, and quote, fixing the damn roads. State Representative Sarah Rodriguez, a Democrat of Brookfield, was elected lieutenant governor. Speaking before Barnes' concession on Wednesday, Johnson said in a statement, quote, Truth has prevailed over lies and the politics of personal destruction. He added, quote, I want to thank my family and everyone who supported me and worked so hard to save this U.S. Senate seat. I will do everything I can to make things better for Wisconsinites and to heal and unify our country. Turnout in rapidly growing Dane County, estimated at 80 percent, helped propel Evers to a second term. With all but one of the 269 precincts reporting early Wednesday, the Dane County Clerk's Office said more than 78 percent of voters went for Evers. In a series of tweets, John D. Johnson, a research fellow at the Marquette Law School Lubar Center, reported that Dane County voters cast more votes for Evers in 2022 than they did for President Barack Obama in 2012. Voters in the town of Middleton near Madison reported waiting up to three hours to cast ballots. Johnson also noted that Michaels fell short in many communities of the margin that former Republican Governor Scott Walker achieved during his reelection loss to Evers in 2018. But turnout in Milwaukee, a Democratic stronghold, actually dipped below 2018 levels, Johnson said. Evers took nearly 71% of the county's votes this election. Quote In hindsight, looking back, I don't know what we would have done differently," Michaels said in a short concession speech. Quote, the enthusiasm was just off the charts. Les Sandifer of Green Bay was among those who helped put Evers over the top. Sandifer had said he's angered by Republicans who supported former President Donald Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 presidential election. Quote, As a former veteran. I took an oath, all enemies, foreign and domestic, and I'm still very, very angry that a political party tried to overthrow the government, Sandifer said, of the January 6th insurrection in the United States Capitol. Quote, I watched it on television, and that's what it was. He says he voted for the first time in 2016, for a libertarian, because he dislikes political dynasties. This time around, he says... He voted Democratic. Evers' victory all but ensured another four years of legislative stalemate in Madison, where he in his first term vetoed a record number of bills passed by a Republican-majority legislature that has pushed an agenda that included adding voting barriers, limiting abortion access, shifting education funding to private schools, and limiting how schools address race and gender. Following strong turnout in early voting, Wisconsinites hit the polls on Tuesday to decide elections that also determined the next Secretary of State, Attorney General, Treasurer, and Representatives for the United States House and State, Senate, and Assembly. Democratic Attorney General Josh Call defeated Republican challenger Eric Toney, who conceded just after 1 a.m., according to media reports. Calls win means that a state lawsuit will continue that seeks to declare Wisconsin's 1849 ban on abortion quote-unquote unenforceable. Long lines streamed from polling places in some cities, and officials in Madison and Green Bay reported needing to order more ballots by the afternoon. Green Bay City Clerk Celestine Jeffries lauded a quote, tremendous turnout, during a 5 p.m. press conference. Quote, I ordered a ton of ballots, but we have a lot of people in Green Bay who want to vote, which pleases me deeply, she said. Hundreds of thousands of Wisconsinites had already voted ahead of Election Day. At least 741,795 had voted early via mail or in person, according to the Wisconsin Elections Commission. Wisconsin's early voting turnout for the 2022 midterm elections surpassed the last midterm election in 2018, when 547,954 voters cast ballots before election day, a 35% increase. Elections officials flagged only minor issues during voting although police in West Bend reported arresting a man who brought a knife into a library polling place and demanded that staff, quote, stop the voting. Voting paused for 30 minutes at the library, and no one was harmed, police said. The Johnson-Barnes race was among a few competitive races that will determine whether Republicans retake a 50-50 Senate where Vice President Kamala Harris can cast tie-breaking votes for Democrats. That question was still unanswered as of 11 a.m. Wednesday as races in Arizona, Georgia, and Nevada were too close to call. The election unfolded as some Republicans continued to dispute Trump's 2020 election loss, prompting questions about whether they would accept undesired results in 2022. Although multiple reviews and recounts confirmed Joe Biden's win in Wisconsin, a recent Marquette Law School poll found that 60 percent of Wisconsin Republicans continued to doubt the 2020 election. The Republican doubts spurred close scrutiny of voting processes, particularly at Milwaukee's Central County facility. That led to some tense moments late Tuesday night as Milwaukee Election Commission Executive Director Claire Woodall-Vogg sealed election materials. woodall Vog warned Republican poll watchers to stop heckling or they would be asked to leave. As Republican observers squabbled amongst themselves over who would help escort a flash drive with results to the courthouse, Douglas Haig, a Republican member of the Milwaukee Election Commission urged them to, quote, be respectful to the process. Speaking to reporters later, Hag, who also is a soccer referee, said, quote, if I had a red card, I would have pulled it out on the observers. See Wisconsin Watch's Democracy on the Ballot series online and read our election-related fact briefs there. Original reporting for this story by Wisconsin Watch Reporters. Narration provided by Wesley Letham. Music by Claire DeRosa. If you enjoy our stories, please consider making a donation to support our journalism at wisconsinwatch.org forward slash donate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.